0: Welcome to the Firewolf Podcast. I'm excited because today's episode has one of my favorite people on. The thing that gets really frustrating right now, learning kind of the podcast system, is when podcasts drop off. And you're probably going to hear me beating myself up when you hear calls drop. Uh, Today's episode, I have the wonderful, the talented Patrice DeVoe. And we were in the middle of some amazing conversations when the anchor chat room sort of pieced out. So I downloaded a call phone record app and we went off that. But it's not ideal, the sound is not ideal. I love Patrice so much for being so patient and for just going with the flow with me. But I hope to have her on another time soon because I really just we have so many stories together as comics and you know a little backstory I was in LA she was coming out to LA I think I checked in with her on Instagram or I saw that she was out in LA I sent her um I think I sent her I don't remember how it went down but where we met was Flappers she was at a show in in Flappers and uh from there, we went through many adventures together, uh, and even this year, early 2020, it's crazy to think of, but we still had some road adventures earlier this year, and I was gonna go out to Vegas, and it, it's just really good to have a friend like Patrice who I would consider a family member of mine. So even during this podcast, like when we get to the call record part, this is kind of a normal call that we would have off air in many ways. So it's just really this is this is my friend. Like this is somebody I really love and care about who just happens to also be just this phenomenal comedian who is a force to be fucking reckoned with. So check out Patrice. Uh, She, every Tuesday, has a show at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live with comedian Anthony Oaks. It's called Black Think Tank with Anthony and Patrice, and it's a really, really good live show. They have regular guests. Uh, They have a husband and wife team on there who rock the Turnip Seed family, and it's just a really really enlightening show 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 show. so check it out and i hope you enjoy this episode thank you for listening
1: patrice hey chrissy how you doing hi good how are you all things considered, I can't complain. I won't complain about that.
0: <laughs> We're all, <laughs> I know, it's like, I feel, when did we, we saw each other in 2020, which is crazy <laughs> to even think
1: we've seen each other physically within the same year of all this craziness that's going this on. This has been the longest year of my life. I mean, that I can remember in this carnation, in this reincarnation, I, it's, it's unbelievable, but I don't know. I just can't find, I can't find a space to be so torn up about it. I just, it's just real, just the, yeah, it's just (laughs) the extreme, the way it just went from one extreme to the other overnight is just what's still, you know, that is what I sit with, like four months ago not even not even six months ago um it was just a completely different completely different world
0: I know we were walking around birds were chirping getting ready to do some stand-up stuff making you were making moves I remember you had a comedy club that you had just uh were signed on to um in Vegas yeah and you were (laughs) <laughs> you were like, oh, I'm going back to Virginia for a bit and coming right back. And that's when, dun dun, dun COVID.
1: <laughs> COVID-19 amongst all amongst everything else. But it's kind of like, it, it yeah. started off though, if we're going to be perfectly honest, 2020 started off kind of shaky on shaky ground. I mean, it was like Kobe. It was it went mm-hmm. from Kobe to COVID and it was just nuts. Because um, we were in... We were in San Diego in what? That would have been March. I don't even,
0: it was March. It was early March. It was like the last few days of February. And then I think we were in
1: Bakersfield. Oh yeah. Oh, shout out to Bakersfield. (laughs) I don't know if we live, like live, live now, but shout out to Bakersfield, California. Um, When we thought that was the most dangerous place on earth. (laughs)
0: it's a vortex for sure it's there's stuff going on there that is for sure totally off the
1: grid Um, yeah it's a it's I love Bakersfield it's so fun just because it's so random um I was gonna ask you shoot I don't even remember now sorry go ahead (laughs)
0: Well, I have a question for you, because with everything going on, I know you're in kind of the heart of everything. You're in Richmond, Mm -hmm. and I've just been keeping tabs on Richmond's news um, and all the stuff that's getting leaked that even mainstream media is trying to keep under wraps. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, Richmond is one of the hotspots for the protests that are going on. And people are not seeing, like, I'm watching, I think it, I don't know if it was you, RVA Mag mm-hmm. is, like, one of the best Insta sites. I love and they are posting, p- but their videos that are coming out are in insanity. And I just wanted to ask, how are you doing? How's your family? Like, how do you, how is Richmond feeling right now? Um,
1: Richmond is feeling a lot more progressive than I ever thought that it, that I would see it be. Um I'm really proud of I'm really proud of the 804 right now. Shout out to um Rich City. I I'm very very proud of um what I should say the protesters, the rioters, the radicals, the freedom riders, the front line, whatever it is that you want to call them. Um I I'm very very proud of the um of the people in this community and and um of this city. Now the uh quote unquote leadership, not so much. But that goes without saying. It's it's not it's it has gotten pretty bad, but it's only been it hasn't been uh the people who are demanding justice. Um it's really been the antagonists have truly been uh those qu- who are in quote unquote power. Because I really hate to say that mm-hmm. because all power belongs to the people and I stand by that. But, you know, um, outside of things like, you know, tearing down monuments and sometimes you have to, um, you know, not get distracted by the smoke screens. Because as much as I, you know, I'm for the tearing down of uh, those participation trophies, I also know that while they were doing that, they were um, going through with evictions, like they were gassing Mm -hmm. down at City Hall and... um, At the courthouse, they were really um, handling the citizens of the city horribly. um, And all they were out there doing was peacefully protesting about, you know, evictions happening. Like, there's no longer any, uh, well, I won't say it's no longer, but it's um, it's kind of shaky right now with uh, whatever your rights are as um, a renter. And what you know, and what's required by, say, landlords and stuff like that, because they're resuming evictions now, and um, in at least in Richmond, as far as I know, it's in Virginia. You can resume um, evictions, and I think that it is just it's just really disgusting. Um, after people have been and are still out of work for four months, to mm-hmm. even consider um evicting people right now families children it's just it's just gross it's just really disgusting to me
0: well it's it's also like it's important because like you have a show that i I religiously watch i've missed one episode and i'm going to catch up on that but i've seen everything even the jada and will episode (laughs) of uh, (laughs) black think tank and it is it's with um Uh, it's with Anthony, Anthony, and and um the Turnip Seed family, yeah, and and you are just like every week, like I have to sit down and sometimes I'll take like notes because I'm I learn every week. It's so you y'all everybody's so on point, funny. Edu- it's like oh. educational
1: <laughs> i really appreciate a it be- you are yeah you are a really um <laughs> dedicated supporter of the black <laughs> Think Tank. I, I love it
0: but you're you're doing such incredible work and i I see these so i i honestly from an intuitive sort of side and is it okay if I ask spiritual questions too on the show i i I know that like I don't want to overlap at all or um, I know for some people it's very personal. But, you know, this year is a very spiritual year in astrology. And, um, you know, the powers that be, the elites that created this this fucking country. That is...
1: Hi, Patrice. <laughs> hey, Christy. I'm going to say Take a of Mercury.
0: Take two. Take um, <laughs> two. So for so I do have to warn you um where I live it the wind changes as you well you've lived in the desert like the mm-hmm. wind changes and then there um is a marine base sometimes I have flyovers um and radar gets it caught up sometimes so every day in the desert is always a new journey <laughs> and it's like <laughs> a new recording journey with every podcast so I apologize if we get disconnected. I'll try and make sure I I moved rooms. So hopefully just saying a prayer to the Mercury gods that all is well. Um, (laughs) But um, I wanted, you know, I'm seeing the videos of, of RVA and the protests and everything coming out of people just taking their own videos, like of people in their own homes being shot mm-hmm. by rubber bullets and it's mm-hmm. and it, 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 every single video is like recount after recount after recount of people being like, here, look at this and it doesn't make it to mainstream media and it's infuriating.
1: That's one of the things that I will say that I do um, appreciate about Al Gore's internet is that um <laughs> We don't really need mainstream media anymore. I mean, we don't. And when I and when I say we, I think there's a certain generation of people who don't watch that kind of news. Whether you, you know, and and if they do, they do, they don't ascribe to it the same way. Say our grandparents or even our parents did. Where I'm watching the eleven o'clock news, I'm staying up to watch the news because we're getting it real time. We're getting so much information constantly and things that really can't be um, disputed or refuted so I almost you know it's nothing wrong with in my opinion I'll check in here and there with mainstream um, media but I understand how that operates so I take I don't even go there for information I don't even go to the that I go to the basically to the streets for information and it, it takes a little bit more work you do have to still do your due diligence because you know with anything you are, you may get some things that are not accurate but at least it's not deliberately the way i feel certain things in mainstream media is deliberately um false falsified and i'm not trying to be like the fake news girl but you know what i'm saying
0: well that's the, why like I, narratives i do have a question for you because Watching Black Think Tank, um, I just want to ask about you know how Black Think Tank, how it was you created the show, but also like this is a show with three families, like you're you're seeing three families meet up, and and it, and I think that that is such a brilliant, it's so brilliant in and of itself because it's like I, I think you said that uh, next week's episode is about diet and food and nutrition Mm -hmm. and and i and that is also something that i feel like is not really like you know it's it's kind of forced down our throat no pun intended like (laughs) to eat certain things or this and that but it's really not about like it's more about like the pop aspect of food as opposed to like you know what is nutrition
1: and Mm -hmm. what's fuel Mm what do you what does your body need
0: yeah. And, and, and I know that you and I have spent many a nights in weird <laughs> food slash sleeping <laughs> slash showering situations, but you know, how did, how did black think tank start? Um, you know, and, and what, you know, kind of take me through that. Cause this is something that I, I feel strongly like you guys have something going that's so
1: powerful here. Thank you. That means a lot. Black Think Tank, honestly, it happened so organically. I was on another show with my co-host. It was actually his show, a show called Thursday Night Tea with Anthony. And um, we had such a good time and it was his final episode. Uh, he It was his series finale for that. So he was, you know, wanting to move on to other things. And we were just so engaged in our conversation. Um, I we just kind of casually said, yo, we need to make a spinoff. And lo and behold, the next day, um, shout out to my co-host, Anthony Oakes. He had already started building the um, foundation for the Black Things Tank as far as the, you know, the theme song that if you hear it once, just be prepared to have it stuck in your head all day. Um, <laughs> but I love it. Um, and so we just kind of, just grew with each other out of this seed that was just kind of planted. It was kind of, it was really, really casual. And it, it, it flowed so freely and it it has been uh, flowing so freely and organically that, you know, it just feels right. You know what I mean? It's nothing about it that's um, forced and we really enjoy all of our guests and all of the, um, you know, each other as a, you know, as a panel, we, we speak often um, throughout the week, even before the show. So it's a real family type of vibe. I I really can appreciate the chemistry. Um, And I appreciate that it, that people are enjoying it as much as they are. We look at the, so.
0: So it's such a good show and it's something to look forward to every Tuesday. That's for sure, because it's like, Oh, it's you know you're gonna learn something and be and crack up the whole time like like dying <laughs> laughing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, we got some characters <laughs> on there. I love it.
0: <laughs> but it, you know you're it, you're somebody that is so I would say out of all the comedians, you're one of the most influential people I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, we've gone through a lot as comics together. I feel uh throughout these years and it's Mm -hmm. like um and I'm sad because I felt like I was gonna see you know I was I was gonna see you more this year out in in Vegas and how do you
1: (laughs) isn't that the craziest part is like you went to the east coast I'm like all right I'm still on the west coast and then when you finally get to the west coast and kind of
0: Please stay on recording. No. Hmm. Okay.
2: Uh huh. Okay.
3: Trees? Am I coming in clear?
2: Oh well, yeah, it works. I oh okay. I, I just had to download an app for merging calls and recording on here because it's 111 today here. I don't mm. know if, if that's part of it, but even my when I was watching the YouTube tutorial to see how to use this, it was like freezing up. So I think. Oh, okay. So I just think it's weather related today, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, don't worry. We're back.
2: We're back, <laughs> and I pray. Um, I mean that is COVID life. It's like Zoom
3: calls. I don't know if
2: if you do. How are Zoom shows for you these days?
3: Um, they've been going pretty well. If we're just speaking on the on technicality, um. I mean, yeah, they've been going pretty well. Uh, I haven't had any technical issues um, with them, and you know, as far as entertainment wise, you you know, it's just it's gotta be a professional. You gotta do what you gotta, you know. That's when you said it's very COVID. It's like, yeah, it's just roll with the punches. At this point, there. I mean, there's nothing that I'm not expecting anymore. So, so I just take everything kind of, you know, with a grain of salt. If, you know, if it's not life-threatening, then it's just kind of like, okay, well. Like if you would have said, um, hey, do you want to just do this again tomorrow? I'd be like, okay. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. It's like this is the worst time to let the small stuff stress you out. And, then, and actually it's a great time to realize that the majority of it is always small stuff. Um, the other things going on, those are the, you know, those are the things that get me riled up. But a little bit of technical difficulties talking on the uh, podcast with my friend isn't going to get me too frazzled. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, how was your how your schedule been like these days?
3: Um, work wise, it's been pretty pretty good. I mean, I don't, I've never been the type of person that feels the need to be. A, Every event, um, every microphone, every you know. So it, it's it's really it, it hasn't changed much of my behavior, with the exception of it's now virtual. Um, I will say that it's been a little bit tougher to get motivated without the without the stage because it's not just about entertaining and telling jokes if anyone who is listening is that isn't you know a comedian by profession there there's a whole thing about you know going to the club being out all night um spending you know three hours somewhere maybe just waiting to get up for you know five minutes you know, it it's I don't know that part is um. It's, to me, is kind of necessary for the process for for my process and in, in, in some aspects. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate the fact that I'm still relevant in this time because, girl, everybody's not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of people that ain't coming back. People, mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> yeah,
2: you think a lot of comics are gonna just say N- not for
3: me anymore. I really think that it depends. I, can, I know that I don't want to say it like that and say no real comics are going to fall off because that kiss out harsh. But, fuck it, I said it already. Oh, excuse yeah. me. I don't know. Is this a clean show? I, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep forgetting because, you know, we just talk anyway. So I'm keep forgetting <laughs> we're on the show and not just having a conversation like how we do. But, oh, you can um... say whatever you want.
2: <laughs> you can <didn't> say anything. <laughs> Um, it's,
3: gonna, it's definitely going to be some rough waters out here, I think, uh, for, for you know, for a good, a good um, portion of the comedy community. This is definitely going to separate the wheat from the chase. It's definitely going to um, put some things in perspective for a lot of people, I'm sure, as far as comedy. Because most comedians, especially kind of where – where we are, where we're still working hard on the craft, and we're still pretty young um, in the game, you know, we mentally quit every other day.
1: <laughs> you know, at yeah.
3: least I, I know I do. You know, it's all bullshit, but we mentally quit every other day, and we and, and I do all right. So I can't imagine if, you know, I was already trash to begin with and I can't get out here and practice or – you know, nobody's checking for me. There's nobody's asked to kiss to get stage time. But like right now you're just wanted or not. <laughs> I, mean, I I hate to say it that way, but it's not the whole I can go somewhere and be chummy with a person and maybe get some time. You know, it's I think that por- that portion of the networking that some, that some people really rely heavily on, no shame, But you know, it's I'm not seeing as many people booked on these virtual things as I'm seeing that I saw in um, physical spaces. And some people are, you know, just adamant that they're not going to do virtual comedy. And I respect that if you stand on it and stand by it. I personally, have, you know, chose to change my tune because mm-hmm. – I did it and I was like, Oh, and it was it just wasn't as bad. But I was definitely on the and I also because I wasn't expecting this to go as long as it's going and with no signs of it, you know, <laughs> ending. So that's part of adaptation. You know what I mean? Those who cannot adapt will uh become extinct. So I if if you didn't take anything else away and if your listener is not taking anything else away, if you're a comedian that is adamant that you're not doing um, virtual shows and, and keeping yourself relevant in these uh, technical times, you, you're nuts. You're nuts. Just quit now. It, it's some comedians that don't have to do, you know, Zoom shows. It, anytime I'm seeing certain comedians that I have a, a real respect for and, who are seasoned in the game. If if it ain't too good for them, it ain't too good for you, boo. I promise. Unless you going to put something together like Dave Chappelle for eight you know <laughs> eight, eight people to come out um, come outside with you. But I think that um you know, I, I definitely wanna encourage people who are um still working heavily on you know, on making it to and just at least try it a few times. I mean, I, we know y'all done bombed in real life. Was so? <laughs> ain't nothing but a bomb on virtually. It ain't nothing but a bomb virtually. If you I, do it and still hate it, then fine, I get it. But I, I feel like anybody who is serious about comedy would have done at least one or two at this point. At this point.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's the Facebook Lives. I've been using them as sort of my open mics. Oh, okay. Um, just because people are on them, and I can kind of—that's—I figure that's like a, an audience, um, and that's been helping. But it's the the actual Zoom shows. I I still um I haven't signed up for anything mm-hmm. yet. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means yet. <laughs>
3: Right but it, it, and it, but you're still staying relevant though chris you you like you have content, you're putting out content um quality content you're you're still keeping your face out there um, a, a lot of people aren't doing that,
2: yeah, and i I do i you know I know that we got cut off, um, but I do want to ask you know this show is part spiritual, although you know I've had comics on I've had. You know, astrologers on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are somebody who is very deeply connected and you're incredibly, I would say, psychic, intuitive, um, connected to something very strong.
3: All right, Chris, um, you can't be on here telling all my business to your viewership. <laughs> no, I am joking. You're fine.
2: <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I don't want to ever like cross that boundary because I know some comics don't, you know, they, they talk about their spiritual connections, et cetera. And, but I, I do feel like, you know, at, during this time, like how do you feel, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, or both, like how are you, you know, navigating
3: these waters
2: these days?
3: Um, I'm navigating through self-preservation <laughs> mainly, spiritually anyway. I'm I'm normally someone who is very um, welcome into – other people's issues and energy, you know, I'm usually pretty open for um, healing if I can be. Uh, but right now it, I have to use everything that I have got for me and my immediate, you know, my immediate loved ones. So I think that's probably been the hardest part is, um, you know, I may not, call people as much as I do or, you know, allow people to call me as much or text. I don't let people dump their stuff quite as much. Um And I try not to dump my stuff anywhere, but it's just really just using this time because this is not time that we get. I don't know when is the last time I've had this much uh, time to sit with myself, to sit, <laughs> like really sit with me um, and I just feel like it would it would be uh foolish to not focus on focus on that not from a um not from a selfish space, but like I said from a preservation space so when I do um engage and when I do take calls and texts and you know go out with my friend for a birthday or something like that, I can be the best version of myself. Because it's not, you know, it's it's tough. You know, you, all you have is, you know, the internet and stuff. You have to physically take yourself away from social media, media, um, physically guard and protect your your energy. You know what I mean? Your your, your space more so than um, I've ever had to do. It, you know, in a very long time. So I don't know if I answered your question. I feel like I just went on a ramble.
2: No, no, like I mean, you're a mom and you've been on the road and you're also, you know, you have kind of this split. You split your time really wisely between, you know, between going on the road, working the clubs, working in the rooms in Vegas and in LA and and then also being in Richmond. I mean, has this this time Allow you to connect to your family more.
3: Um. Well, we've always been pretty close in it, but yeah. I mean, I feel like it's sometimes just being in each other's presence. You know, it's it's it, being on the road takes its own different kind of toll on me. So I'm I know that this won't always be like this, or you know, at least I like to think that it's not going to always be like this. So just cherishing the, this time, I'm building up the reserves. You know what I mean, so when it's so I'm getting you know an abundance right now of time and memories and you know just I'm getting a surplus right now, so I feel as though when if when it's time to hit the road again if it's time to hit the road again lord willing, um I will have all of the you know i'll I'll be full I'll be full that i I don't want does that sound like a real extra Uh, way to say, I'm going to be ready to get the hell up out of here when it's time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They might not see me for another year and a half. No, 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 no. But yeah, so that's just really how I see it is just kind of because right before this happened, I mean, and you know, I don't mind sharing this, I was, you know, I was feeling very depleted. I was feeling very, um, you know, just kind of like on e with
0: mm-hmm.
3: being away from uh, my loved ones, my family, uh, and just you know my home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you know, be ever so humble, there is no place like home. And I, whether it's a five star hotel I'm staying in, whether it's the car I'm sleeping in, it either way, a lot of times I'm fine with being it. I I like being at the crib. So. <laughs> I'm just taking all of that in because I know that, like I said, when we get back out there, it's gonna, excuse me, it's gonna be. um, We got to go back and get everything that we haven't been (laughs) getting. So, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna take, it's gonna be a different um, machine. And then everyone is, everyone is going to be coming all. Everybody's going to be coming back all at the same time. So, you know, there's going to be a real hierarchy as far as getting stage time and who is getting booked and, and those types of things. You can't worry about that, but it's going to take, you know, you're going to have to really be um, aggressive and vigilant with, you know, going to, you know, clubs and getting those Ava available dates out and all of that kind of stuff. so. I, if I didn't answer, the short version is I'm, I'm just replenishing. This is what I, I consider to be a replenishing time for me because we were, um I know I definitely was out ooh, going hard, was going hard, you know, on the other side of the country. So post-retreat, <laughs> I'm not, I ain't mad at it. I wish it was, you know, maybe under different circumstances, but I, I can't, you know, I got to take it how I come.
2: I mean, we've lived in some circumstances together, <laughs> like, I mean, and separately, but I mean, You're right. <laughs> but those circumstances, like, I, I remember distinctly when we were in that, the Airbnb, you were the reason why I moved out of a really terrifying Airbnb, okay. and we shared, we lived in an Airbnb sort of Hostel, like mm-hmm. travel A has- type of thing, yeah, yes. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Let's stay just one more day," and then it flooded in the middle of LA, and I was like, "Wait, there's flooding happens here? Like, what the hell is going on?" <laughs> like, you should have listened to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so I think being at home per- helps you deal with those tough times because you're like, you know, they don't last always. And, and thankfully, you know, we are people who we have somewhere to go. It's a lot of, of, of our uh, troubles were voluntary. <laughs> we're voluntary. <laughs> and we made a conscious decision to go live this rough life. So, that's why I say it's, it's not really much, not too much to complain about. God, man, we got some good stories. It's been an adventure. Like, I'm telling you, I wouldn't trade it. I mean, there are a couple yeah. moments that I could have done without, but overall, I, <laughs> I wouldn't trade it. I'm looking forward to doing some more of it again.
2: Yeah, and I really do miss I mean, I'm glad that we got at least a little bit of the road. In the beginning of the year, um, I mean that was really good to go on that trip to San Diego. I mean San Diego is amazing; like it's such a Absolutely. great, beautiful. And I mean, I, I miss you so much, but I, I was worried. You know, I, I was watching your ID stories, just watching you because for those who don't know, you know, Patrice's life is you're split. Like you're you live in two different, like Vegas. Um, like, would you consider Vegas? a comedy home base for yourself
3: oh that's my west coast home yeah i mean i love you know i don't you know it's real close to la and i like all the other places that i um visit when i'm on that side anything that's you know drivable or you know a quick plane ride to do but i would not live anywhere else like other than vegas if i'm on the west coast I'm, I'm going to be either running a room in Vegas or I'm going to live in, I'm going to live in Vegas when I'm on the West coast. When it's time to go back, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, maybe if something extreme happens and it, and it requires me to live somewhere other than Vegas um, on the West coast, then, you know, then I would, but yeah, I consider um, Las Vegas, my West coast comedy home. And I, and shout out to the, the entire Las Vegas Comedy community that that I fool with and that fools with me because um, and even not just the comedy community, just the overall arts community. Uh, it was it was really what I needed. It, it felt like a home away from home. Um, you know, like in all things, people have their you know their drama and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like I was I was truly welcomed and I didn't get caught up in a, in any of the the BS that that may come from actually being a local, so to speak. You know what I mean? As far as, yeah, it was just a lot of hospitality um, in Vegas and a lot of opportunity in Vegas. It didn't feel like such a a rat race um, Mm -hmm. like like L.A. did when we were there, which I love the L.A. experience also um, because it teaches a lot. However, it's much more taxing, I think, spiritually, physically, LA is just is
2: just passing so well, it was it was so interesting because I feel like you ignited this spark um I had been in LA this was back in I guess 2018 um yeah 2018 and uh you sent me a message that you were going to be at slappers uh yes. you were doing slappers <laughs> that night and you know, I came over to Flappers and for some reason, I don't know about you, but I just felt in my stomach like, oh, this is, something's about to unfold here. Um, and we just went on like this, like wild journey together and I don't know like how we, I don't even know Patrice, if we're like siblings, like I don't know how to even describe our connection, but I guess the best way to put it in in terms of like Earth <laughs> is like you feel like you are like if I were to say you know there there are certain people that you know there's the family that we're born into and then the family that we meet along the way and you're definitely to me like you are the family that like it was almost like the universe brought us together during that <laughs> it was like. Oh, and yeah. I
3: feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, because it wasn't like it it's you know, just a little bit of backstory. It wasn't like we were the we were besties or anything like that. I felt like I had only seen you once or twice on the East Coast scene. Um, that one time in Richmond we did a room there, um, mm-hmm. at Brewer's Cafe. And then I, you know, we didn't see each other. We didn't we didn't speak. I don't even know if we followed each other on social media. I don't really think so. But um you know, when you are in a foreign place, you kind of you know, something you you were familiar enough that when you said, Hey, I see you're at Flappers and I'm on and I'm in LA, I'm gonna come out and see you I was like, Oh, that that was cool. That was like I mean, you know what I mean? To me that was divine it, that was definitely divine intervention, divine it was divine engineering in my opinion. It and because the way we met up and then just we're inseparable. Yeah. Just it was, hit the ground running. You know, it was, I'm not even like that with people. You know, I'm, I'm not standoffish, but you know, I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're in, you know, we're, well, I, I like to say, you know,
2: there's people that go in clicks and, and comedy and like, it's not, it's not, there's no, there's no right and wrong to comedy. And then there's people who, you know, this is business, this is work. And we have, you know, and then, there's family and I feel like you know those of us that that kind of goes through that this is business I'm I'm punching into like obviously from the moment I open my eyes in the morning to the moment I go to sleep I'm thinking about stand-up most of the time but <laughs> you know this is business this is our job like we were born to do this job like period end of sentence right. and so it, you know I feel like when I'm with you, I'm in your presence, like i just know you you fundamentally are just uh, it's almost like you spiritually exude what you're doing, how you move in comedy, you know and and when you <laughs> like when we were going through that change, I remember you know we had a hell time in in l a um, <laughs> like <laughs> seventh
3: circle. <laughs> Oh, God, the no, I was like, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I don't feel like looking back on it. It's not that bad, but we did. If, I, we can laugh about it now. But yeah, God, girl, going through it was it something. Ooh, it was something. Every other day, it was something. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was. It was pretty much every yeah. Like something big would happen on a regular basis. Um, we had crazy meth-head roommates. I guess they were mess heads I'm not sure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: know mess mouth will not see it, but that's we here there. So I have, I'm trying to get um, uh, dinner finished up. So I'm still here. I, if you just hear a bunch of stuff in the background, I don't know how it's picking up on your end. So.
2: Oh, it's okay, <laughs> and we can come back if you need to cook um, or anything. Let me know. We can. Oh, no, it's
3: fine. I can multitask. I just, I just didn't want. I didn't want to mess up your audio. We'll fix it in post. I love saying that now. We'll, we'll fix <laughs> it in post. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I was gonna say, I, I felt like I needed that. I needed everything that that um, we experienced um, together on the road. I, I needed it. It put, you know, it put things in perspective and when you're out there like that, you can't be playing around. It was no room to be out there playing in LA. It was no
2: that oh, was about you is you're no bullshit like you're going to say exactly what's on your mind and and people are going to know like how like you have this way of sizing up a situation and just breaking it down so perfectly and so distinctly and when we I saw your like whether it's your aura or your energy or however you want to put it on that drive to Vegas the first time like, that's what I saw. I saw you change. I saw, like, I saw that Vegas was your home. I don't know how, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. Uh... Like, even just, like, it was a vast difference going on that drive and then going to that first venue in Vegas. It was, like, going from a place that didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> like to a place where you're widely received. There's such a strong community. Um and just people were like all about stand up comedy. And I thought that was really awesome. Um if think- nothing
3: else. I came to LA. I might not have knew it then, but I think part of it I came to LA to get you, girl, because you remember I was never supposed to go to LA first. My first my destination originally when I got in my car that had expired tags and decided to drive across the country. <laughs> when I got in my car, my destination was supposed to be Vegas. I was never going to L.A. first. And then something changed, and so I ended up in L.A. But had, had those events not unfolded the way that they did, I don't know if, you know, I would probably wouldn't have been at Flappers, and I probably, and you know,
1: may not have gotten
3: you out of that hotel hell, that hostel hell, um in time. Like we we'll never we'll never ever know. I don't even question it. I feel I I this is one reason why I don't mean to go off on a tangent on your podcast, but I just want the reason why I love talking to you because you just always remind me of um what what we've been through and what you know what we're able to do. <laughs> what we're able to do.
2: Yeah, and it's, I mean, we, I mean, you, I mean, when I left, I had to leave the West Coast for a while, but when I left, I mean, you were making, you made, it was, you were coming into your own, that's what I think that, that was going on, and I, it it was such a beautiful thing to watch, because I think you stayed out there from, God, what month was that, January, Vegas was January, Uh, how long were you out in Vegas until
3: I mean I, I, I came it... home for um a couple of weeks I want to say but I was out there until you know um, well I just got back in yeah. March so yeah when January when you left and you know again being back and forth but I wasn't at home I wasn't in my Richmond home longer than uh, a month for that entire
2: year yeah. a little over a year yeah I mean that's a sacrifice in and of itself like I, I don't know like like you, you say it called and chosen like that's what you call it but I do feel like you know in stand up comedy like you call you were called to be in this specific moment you know um, and with that like It's, I don't know, how how are you feeling now? Because I know you came back to Vegas a couple weeks ago to to get your car.
3: Right.
2: (laughs) And I was sitting at the airport for four months. See, this is the thing. Patrice and I are such family. Patrice goes, hey, there's a car in Vegas. If you need a car, you just have to get to Vegas to pick it up. (laughs) I will send
3: you the (laughs) And I was
2: so scared because you have a very beautiful car, and I was just like, Girl. the last thing, the last thing I want to do is be, is drive around these desert rocky roads that I live on with your beautiful car, and like I was just like, I appreciate that, but that's how much of a family member, you know, you are, like, and but I, I was so nervous because when you were driving, you were driving in the heat of everything. Like there couldn't be something more spiritual than when you went to Vegas to get your car. And I wanted to ask, are you okay talking about that car trip at all? Like can I can I ask about how that was?
3: Um yeah, absolutely. Um So, of course, coming back from Vegas, you know, um right in the middle of COVID, 19
2: mm-hmm.
3: and also, um, you know, the climate racially in uh the country in certain places. Well, I mean, all over, but in certain places, there it's a lot more, it could be a lot more hectic, um, than in others. And then, not even just you know, remove race, but just you know, a lot of people who are in law enforcement are feeling away. Will just say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because those who they have been sworn to protect and serve still away. Um, it it was just um and then I was traveling during um Juneteenth. I was mm-hmm. going through Oklahoma and uh if anyone doesn't know what Juneteenth is by now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most I've ever heard about Juneteenth in my entire life. I mean, I've always known what it what it was. But um just to have so many people now acknowledging it and stuff like that. So yeah, just going through a lot of I don't want to say backwards places, but just a lot of places that I would not normally see in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was um it was very it was very spiritual, but it you know, that's the thing, you know, some of those feelings that they are feelings that I already have to deal with on a regular basis. It was just amplified it was just amplified um for other reasons that i I'd rather not say um, <laughs> on air but yeah mm-hmm. it was it was very um i could feel like i said i I could feel the ancestors i mean i could I could feel. And, and even see, just riding through Oklahoma, just seeing, you can just look out into these fields. There's still cotton fields, and you look out into them while you're driving, and you're like, wow, there were enslaved people stuck on this on this land at some point. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's really hard to articulate. I, I know you asked a specific question, but – You know, I'm prepared to answer it as far as it's not something that's so sensitive that I don't want to talk about. But I still have not really been able to articulate what that particular journey coming back was. It was a completely different feeling from going, that's for sure, because of the climate right now. But it was still so moving and so fulfilling. I was just, you know, grateful. Whatever, you know. It, 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 and and it, it yeah, it, it makes you think about, you know, like like you said, um, I'm traveling in a car. I'm I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, people who are traveling box foot, trying to get somewhere, <laughs> you know, trying to get anywhere that feels like some peace or, you know, it yeah, it's it, it was definitely different. That's all. I can say. It was it was really different. Um, very glad that I you know, that I did it. And um, you know, I was also more so nervous. Not nervous, but I had concerns because my nephew was with me, you know, and I'm like, Lord, this is not just a holy son. Please don't let nothing happen while he's on my watch. You know what I mean? If that makes I mean if that makes sense. So it wasn't a it wasn't uh, it was a ride. That's where – there we go. That's, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Um, that's mm. all I was trying to. It was tense and intense. It was tense and intense at moment, in moments.
2: Did it at least feel a little bit peaceful to just be in Vegas for just a little bit?
3: Like It was kind of very sweet because I didn't anticipate that being how I would leave Vegas. And, and, I, and I and maybe it's better that way because I didn't do any longer, but I literally got off the plane, got my car situated because, you know, it needed a, a jump and all that kind of stuff, grabbed something to eat with my nephew, got all my stuff out of storage. So that was kind of this feel like, wow, I'm, I might not really be coming back here soon. You know what I mean? Because as long as my car and my stuff was there. I was like, oh, I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. But now, I don't know if, sorry, it's so rude. Oh, sorry, I had to taste this. Um, I don't know if that means that that particular chapter is closed for a while. And not due to COVID, I just mean, even if we could move around tomorrow, would I go back to Las Vegas or what I'd say, hey, maybe, maybe let's do New York now. Maybe let's do Atlanta. Maybe let's just stay home and, and travel. Um, but, yeah, I really don't. Yeah, it was just bittersweet. I didn't get to, you know, say goodbye to a lot of people, thank a lot of people. So I'm kind of glad because if you can't say goodbye, it isn't goodbye.
2: <laughs> it's, just, it's just on hold. It's uh this hold the I mean, I feel like a lot of comics we've had to put this like pin pin in our past and then I mean I've seen that you've done in person shows. I know you were in um was it was it Culpepper? Culpepper.
3: Shout out to Alex Guy. He's <laughs> he's one of my favorites. And um he he had a he had a room that he's just starting up, and it was only the second week that he was doing it, but I, I felt, you know, privileged that he called me to ask me if I wanted to, to come. And I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now, if Alex Kotze say come somewhere, you get to behind there and go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, how's the climate now? Are people doing more um, indoor shows in Virginia these days? or have the, I don't even know this, what's going on.
3: No, people aren't really doing more indoor shows in Virginia. There are some, you know, pockets of of people who are um starting to do more um indoor shows and are doing the social distancing portion of it and um or or, you know, um requiring masks and things like that. That particular first show that I did real time wasn't a show like that. And um, I think as much as people want and need comedy right now, it's it's a it's a really tough climate for for comedians. I mean, just I'm just speaking to you know, what do people want to? What do people really want to hear? Do they want to talk about the real shit, or do they want you to just get up there and entertain and? Mm-hmm. That's something that you know each individual will have to say, figure out what's best for them and how they want to, how they want to play that. I mean, people are uptight right now in a lot of ways, um, with, and rightfully so, and rightfully so. Um, so just you know, just know that you, you just don't know what is going to be that thing that you said. some some of the things that you were saying or may have said prior to COVID you ain't gonna say that no more. <laughs> you don't have to trash that. Some of the things that you may have said or said um prior to uh some of the things that are going on socio politically, you may not say that <laughs> anymore. I mean there are gonna be some who, who do. And that's fine too. But I'm just I'm still trying to figure it out Real time. I'm not the best person to ask because I'm be perfectly honest. I don't really want to be nowhere with a whole bunch of people wearing masks. (laughs) I don't. Um, and it's kind of like I I want something where I don't want to take COVID nineteen too seriously, but I don't want to take it too lightly either. Um, Because I really don't, you know, I really don't know what the hell's going on. But I know. I care about enough people, and I'm not selfish. And I'm, you know, I'm in a position that I can put the hell down for a little bit if I need to, if I have to, if it's for the, you know, to the collective, the greater good. If that is the case, I can do. I can do. I can. It's the least I can do. I'm okay with that. So, and and then for the places that, the places that are doing social distances. That that particular um show wasn't social distancing, but for the people who are doing social distancing, you know, it can be kind of tough when, you know, you may have had fifty, a hundred, two hundred people and now you have now you're dealing in a space where they have to cut the um occupancy in half. And Mm-hmm. Spread them out. Yeah. And for anybody who may not know, who's listening, you know, laughter, is, when they say laughter is contagious, that's why you sit so close to each other in comedy clubs and you're with, at tables with strangers sometimes. But it's supposed to feel close. It's a feel, you know, isn't It's,
2: it's interesting. To,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there you go. It's supposed to feel intimate to a certain degree. I mean, if you're out here doing stadiums and things and, you know, that's a little different. But but even in still, it would you do a stadium if you had to have three seats between each person? Like that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I that might be what direction we're going in, but I I, I just feel like, um, it makes the job a little bit harder but you know that's part of being a professional and rising to the occasion so i won't complain but i will say that um you know if you listen it's, it's still a little rusty it feels i mean yeah. getting back out there in real time it's just you can feel the rust you to shake it off your bones it's, it's, don't get discouraged by it, but, yeah, it's, it's not going to – you're not going to go right back into performing exact, exactly how you were before you were told to sit down for four months and counting. Stop opening and closing. It's like, oh, we open for a week. Nope, back to phase mm-hmm. one, and we're back to phase one.
2: Well, so. I'm in. let me just ask, and I know that you have a hard um, out at – at five. So I wanna I wanna honor that or at um oh, yes. You. Um but I, I do want to make sure, you know, on an intuitive level, because I know you're extremely intuitive, what do you feel, you know, comedy wise, do you feel for the next like six months ahead to the next maybe like year and a half into twenty twenty one? Do you have any sort of gut feelings about, you know, the future here at all?
3: Well the future is definitely feminine. So I better get with that. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't have any predictions. Um, I do feel that it's gonna be uh, a road because there's so many other other things that are pulling the strings to this. It's so much more. It's so much more politics involved that it's not just about you know safety, and health concerns. I, I, but that's, you know, something so we should have started, started talking about maybe at 3.30 because we ain't got time, girl. But <laughs> I'm I'm confident um, that stand-up comedy is not going anywhere. What it's going to look like over the course of the next six months, a year, I really can't say. I mean, I hope I'm, I'm hope I'm here to see it. Uh, I'm excited to to see um, you know what's next. But I really I really don't have any predictions other than I know that you can mm-hmm. never kill stand up comedy. Not even COVID can kill stand up comedy. It's going to always be one of the most purest forms, art forms, necessary art forms, and it's mm-hmm. not going nowhere.
2: No, it's not and it's it, I don't think it ever will I mean god godly godliness is humor that's god right there <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and um but I do want to say you know I just saw um you know talking about your comedy I like I I just saw a I guess it's a, a small moot like a short movie um that <gasps> you had filmed it's so fucking funny oh my goodness. and it's just so funny and I really think you know your humor trans. Leaps and, and, you know, I think your humor knows no bounds. And cause, uh, is, is it exclusively on your Instagram or is there another place that's called Everybody Dick? Is that a series <laughs> that you're
3: straight? <saying? laughs> <so fucking> <laughs> oh my God, girl, it's definitely not a series. I was just bored in the house, oh, I was in the so house, bored. And um, thank you for watching it and plugging it. But it is available. You can see it on YouTube. It is on my Instagram um, at But Is She Funny. Um, felt just like how it sounds. But is she funny or Patrice DeVoe. But yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, go. I would love for people to go and watch it. I'm here for all the smoke, whether you love it or you hate it. I had fun. Um, so
2: funny, Patrice. Like, I thought
3: (laughs) it was all improv, girl. It's so good.
2: It's like, please, if you do have, you know, any, please do more because it's perfect. It's the perfect it's just perfect. Like, it's hilarious, and it's relatable, and it's
3: just like, oh, my God, and the thing is, I would do so much more, but you know, like, Chris, you know I'm analog, so when you take something that's 13 minutes of raw footage, and it takes two days for me (laughs) to get it down to a choppy-ass seven, girl, you know I was over it. I had to see it through. That's the that's the only reason why it even made it to the light of the day is because I'm like, okay, I got to see it through at this point. I'm way too, you know, but it was really just me playing around with some stuff that I don't even know what to do with, you know, like how to, you know, the green screen is a little, it's a little green screen a little bit, it, you know, but it's, it's raw. It's fun. It was fun for me and I needed some fun in that moment. So, I'm glad you checked it out. I, I hope. <laughs> um, if, that, if that's your introduction to me, if you're the supporters listening, if that's your introduction to me, if I could just get you to maybe go check out No Laugh Track value one yes. first, first, <laughs> which is available on all streaming services, maybe go ease into everybody, Dick. I don't want that to be I'm not, your introduction outside of this podcast <laughs> to my Miranda fuckery. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's so funny, Patrice, and I, I'm not going to give away what it's about. with the part when you're like, "We got a group chat going," I was just like, "I'm on the floor." Like, <laughs> you want me to <laughs> add you to the group chat? Because I'm confused. <laughs> oh oh my I'm God. So sorry. <laughs> Well, I love you so much, and I I know that um, you know I would love to have you on um, anytime. Uh, so you know. Covid times, I'm I'm going to be doing a lot of podcasting, so you're always welcome.
3: Thank you. I'm I'm listen anytime I can just pull myself together, uh, <laughs> um, pull myself together mentally. I I'm, I'm with
2: it. I love you so much, and I hope you're safe. I hope your fa you know, lots of love and safety to your family. Thank you. Um, and we will see each other in Vegas soon. Lou, I just I'm putting out that that light the Vegas and we'll meet right. up there. Right, or Cali, so.
3: or somewhere. I'm gonna see your face soon, indeed. I love you, <laughs> Dale,
2: girl. I love you too. <laughs> I guess that's the light.
3: Giving <laughs> myself the light. Sorry. Oh, but I love you too, and thank you so much for having me. Um, I appreciate you always being such a, a big supporter. And yes, anytime Black Think Tank, we are going to start. Um. Okay, yeah, we 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 are thinking about integrating here and there. Uh, so so if we, um, I'm afraid. I forgot this is the podcast, but we'll fix it in post. What I what I was gonna say, Chris, this was just for you. Um, we if we're gonna do a, um, a astrology type of show. I would love to have you on. I would love to have you
2: on. Um, oh, so. um Anytime, let me know. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just going to be sending out love, pos- I guess, positive glitter, glittery for us. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love you down girl. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Talk to you soon. Take care. You too.
2: Love you. Too. Um. Thanks
3: again. Bye.